This is the Yob ConvoCast. One-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends? And welcome back to the Yob ConvoCast conversations with people that make this thing go. And the guy that I am talking to today, you know, he usually comes on this podcast on a yearly basis. At least he has the last two Februaries. And it's always a blessing. I mean, it's a blessing whenever he joins the podcast team or or if he's alone with me as he is today. Technically, he's not alone with me today. We'll have to explain who else is in the room with us in just a moment. But um, he's back for his yearly education of the Super Bowl for our listening audience who may or may not be as invested or knowledgeable about what's going on this year. Um, There's a lot going on this year that we have to get to. And so there's no one else I'd rather talk to than my other brother and yours, Andrew Zuniga. What's up, Andy? Hello. Let me just say this. Um, Once upon a time on this podcast, I don't know if I would say I was a regular guest, but I was a recurring guest. Yeah. And now it seems like I am only useful for my football knowledge. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to stereotype me as the straight man who's only beneficial element is his sports knowledge, okay? That's all you're here I, for. I can contribute other things too, brother. Let's just, you know what? Let's just ditch the Super Bowl conversation. Let's talk about our feelings. Yes. Like, let's talk about analyzing emotions as men and how to express them authentically. Um, because, you know, in masculine culture, we're told to stifle them and just be a man and sure. deal with it. Don't go to therapy and just be be okay. Yeah. What's wrong with you? But no, no, no. We, we we value you more than just your sports knowledge. But you do have sports knowledge. Sure. I mean, how many sports podcasts do you listen to? Uh, I listen to a lot of ongoing sports talk shows. That's okay. So that's more than... I guarantee you more than 99% of our listening audience listens go. to the sports podcast that it. you do. Um, before we get too far, Andrew, uh, tell us who's joining us today. You didn't have this guest with you last year. Joining me today is my little puppy dog. His name is Milo. He's currently licking my hand because I just finished my supper. And so he's kind of going to town right now. A little he's weird. Licking those fingers. But he's a good boy. He's a, he's a little, uh, little one-year-old cockapoo named Milo. And he is the sweetest dog. In the world. You can't say that on this podcast. Sorry. Uh, cock-a-duty. <laughs> a cockapoo is on your lap. That is so beautiful. He is a good boy. He's a little he's a little cray-cray sometimes. Yes. He gets a little antsy. In but his then feelings. you drug him. You told me you told me that you drug him when he gets crazy, and so then that helps him mellow out. Yes. We drug Which him. It's a great metaphor. Yes, he's got a little bit of anxiety. So we give him some some anxiety medicine that kind of evens him out and uh Mm. and yeah then he's all good (laughs) i got to see him a few weeks ago it was a wonderful wonderful reunion honestly it was almost a year ago brother that was when i visited you in the aftermath of last year's super bowl i watched the big game with you 
because our Philadelphia Eagles were represented in that game. And if listeners remember, we did a podcast last year in 2023 about the Eagles being in the Super Bowl. Um, spoiler alert for those, you know, it's been a year now, but the Eagles did not triumph in that game. So how are you doing? How are you doing a year later? And they faltered in this year's playoffs pretty early. So how are you handling? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of men having to go to therapy, um, mm-hmm. here we go. It's been a difficult season for me. Um, you're going to learn in today's episode that the national football league really, really, really wants the chiefs to win. Um, they wanted them to win last year. Uh, for those of you who probably don't remember, uh, the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and it was decided on a really ticky-tacky holding call right at the end uh, that pretty much guaranteed the Chiefs win. And I, I hate to blame the refs, but in last year's Super Bowl, uh, the refs had a little too much say. Okay, because I was about to ask you, when you say they, they want the Chiefs, like who is they? Is there like a, a cabal? Is there a room with people in dark cloaks yes. deciding that this team needs to win and this team needs to lose? The national football league because <laughs> when i hear stuff like that i always get skeptical like y'all just maybe maybe one team was just better than the others but when it comes to something subjective because a lot of sports there's objective something mm-hmm. was either inbounds or out of bounds yes especially when we have instant replay on a lot of things now in most sports um but there are some calls yeah that referees make that yeah one referee would say that is a holding call which i still don't know what holding is and then another referee would say that it's not and so then you just then it can be a little like okay there's Maybe there's something in the water there. Yes. So with last year's Super Bowl, typically you kind of go with how the vibe is throughout the game. Like sometimes a ref will be playing it very strict and say like, we're not, this is going to be a no nonsense game. Uh, I'm just going to start throwing flags left and right. I don't want you overreacting to anything that's kind of happening on the field. So basically if, if, if there's any amount of holding, calling a holding call, sometimes there's a little bit of more roughness and, and a ref will say, all right, we're going to let them play or there's going to be fewer calls this game. And last year's Super Bowl was kind of like that. It was very, we're going to let them play. There wasn't a whole lot of penalties. It was a high scoring game as a result of that. So it felt inconsistent. Exactly. Consistency. And so they failed to be consistent in the most pivotal moment. And that was crushing because that was the decided the game. They it pretty much guaranteed the chiefs to win. Um, it converted a, a first down right when it was about to be fourth down. They were going to kick a field goal and be done with it. But instead, it pretty much they were able to run out the clock. And, you know, we never got a chance to, you know, uh, to run it back. I, I vividly recall. So I spent the Super Bowl with you last year, you and your lovely wife. And we had a nice Super Bowl dinner together. Most of that game was vastly in the Eagles favor. I yes. remember them. They were leading like the whole game. It was a great night. Um, and then as all of that was dwindling, as the game was dwindling and it seemed like the tides were turning and you were standing up like six inches away from the TV as you were wont to do. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so me and your 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 wife were in the background, and we were just like making eyes at each other while while your world was crumbling. I mean, my world too. I don't want to be like I don't want to be like detached. Like I didn't care because I was invested. I wanted the Eagles of to win, of course. But but it's on another level with you. Like I'm watching her, and she's watching me, and we're watching you, and you're like physically deflating before mm-hmm. our eyes. And so it was. Um, hopefully we were there for you in your defeat and time of of lowliness. Yes. Yeah. We were there with you after that happened. It was difficult. 
Um, but yeah, uh, going into this year, I was like, you know what? Roster is still very strong. Uh, you know, we, we can, we can run this thing back. And then we started off the season 10 and one looking great, looking strong. And then miraculously. And I told, I told Andy, like, I will never watch the first 10 or 11 games of a football season. Cause it's just too much for me to keep up with. But when the season starts wrapping up, I feel like you're kind of the same way with baseball. Like baseball is a much longer yeah. commitment, certainly. Um, but like I'll pay attention when the season's wrapping up and then as it gets to the playoffs, which the Eagles more often than not have been in the playoffs lately. So that's when I'll start to tune in and start to watch games. And this year was insane because, yeah, they started 10-1. and one. I was like, okay, cool. Like they must be the Super Bowl favorites. And then they like lost every game. Uh, we won one <laughs> one game down the stretch. You won one game in the one. last two months, I yeah. think. Yeah, uh, it was one, not one game great. And then just totally just forgot how to football. <laughs> I've never seen an implosion like this year's mm. Eagles. Uh, it was unbelievable. Well, I'm glad you're here today, despite the Eagles. You're wearing your Eagles shirt. I am. Um, so you're still, you're still a fan, true to the, true to the bone. So glad to have you here representing, even though your team, our team is not, not in the playoffs this year. So this year, those same Kansas city chiefs, they are back in the super bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. This is Super Bowl L V I I I, which I think translates to 58, Super Bowl 58. This, it's an interesting matchup. I was cheering for, I posted this on my Insta story. I was cheering for um, Baltimore versus Detroit because their colors are pretty blue versus purple, but now we get red versus red, which. Yeah feels less aesthetically pleasing to me. But um, a lot of interesting storylines that we will cover today. Part of me feels a little bit robbed because don't, the listeners know, we we were going to be talking about a certain celebrity later in the episode, but <laughs> she has become the all the rage of conversation in lots of interesting and also bizarre ways in, in National Football League conversations this year. But um, last year's the reason one of the reasons last year's matchup was so intriguing one of them and I think we talked about it was the fact that you had these two brothers in the game playing for the opposing teams we have a Kelsey the Eagles sure do. and the Chiefs have a Kelsey and how just more, how much more dramatic would that have been this year if if this certain celebrity were dating one of the Kelseys last year instead of this year that would have been so intriguing to me it would have been intriguing because of one big reason and that is the fact drum roll please taylor swift is an eagles fan full stop end of story what does that mean? i am so <laughs> sick of hearing how she is the world's biggest chiefs fan no 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 no. let me stop you there she is the world's biggest travis kelsey fan okay yeah i can accept that it's her boyfriend she's supporting her boyfriend <laughs> she is an eagles fan Grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania, is an Eagles fan, has a song written about being an Eagles fan. Taylor Swift, in her song Gold Rush, sings about having her Eagles oh. sweatshirt. She sings about it. I had no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if we had a rematch this year, which is what I was hoping for, yeah, I would have I would expect her to be wearing the same jersey that Mama Kelsey was wearing, okay? I had no idea that she was born in Reading? Reading, Pennsylvania. Didn't she didn't she grow up in like the south somewhere? Uh no, she 
she moved to Nashville and and then to Nashville. Yeah. She she grew up right up the road from our office. I didn't know any of this and I'm kind of astounded. I figured we would save Taylor Swift for the end of the episode, but cuz you wanted to eagerly talk about the the storylines of the actual what game. Must but it you are be like all in to grow up that beautiful <laughs> with your hair falling into place like dominoes. I see me padding across your wooden floors with my Eagles t-shirt hanging from the door at dinner parties. Wow. You know, Andy, I am so, and our listeners too, they've got to be jumping up and down, hands raised, like an Eagles fan touchdown like that. You want to be, you want to be like T swizzle and go for the Eagles. (laughs) I, I, you know, I love Taylor Swift, but I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any deep dives into her discography and lyrics and songs and things. So thank you for just the, the, the Taylor Swift knowledge to just drop here at the start. Um, we're going to return, we're going to return to Taylor Swift shortly. So y'all stay tuned. We got more, we got more to talk about. Um, but yeah, this, so this year's matchup, let's start with San Francisco. Um, and really, honestly, you can mention some other players briefly if you want, but I really want to focus on the quarterback Brock Purdy, who has, he's, he's my winner of this year's cutest athlete award. I forget who it was last year. (laughs) there's a there's a gif of him like winking at the camera and and let me get let me rattle off some facts about brock purdy because he's got he's got a hilarious precious name like the name brock purdy doesn't sound like a real human yes (laughs) i looked it up i looked it up it was like brock is it's got to be a nickname or something but i think it's i think that's his name i think brock is his name brock purdy um he's also he's also my and your brother in Christ. Let us let us put that out there sure. as well. Believer, there's a lot follows of Christians Jesus. on the field, Tom. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah, not to think that God is cheering for San Francisco. Yeah, because of Brock game. Purdy. But anyway, Brock Purdy. Um, but something I did. I did my own little deep dives, brother. He is possibly the MVP this year. Is from what I was clicking around and learning. Possibly the MVP. And something I didn't know. I had no idea. He was, he is Mr. Irrelevant. Sure Do you want to explain what Mr. Mr. Irrelevant means in NFL terms? Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant. So every year during the draft, so I, I'm a big NFL draft nerd. Okay, go ahead and put me in that box. So every year during the NFL draft, you're selecting the players from this year's rising juniors, seniors, basically in college, you have to play X number of years, and then you can report eligible for the NFL draft. And so the NFL draft is seven rounds. There are 32 teams. I don't have a calculator in front of me, but at the end of seven rounds, the last player selected, whatever number that is, I think it's like 251 or something, that player is nicknamed Mr. Irrelevant. And it's kind of been a very kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of uh, uh nickname that's kind of been cast upon all these players who right. were drafted last. Because if you're picked last, who what are you what can you do if you're picked last? All yeah. those other people are picked in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So Brock Purdy was picked last in the draft last year, I believe. This is his second year in the league. Um halfway through the league or half, halfway through last year's NFL season, he came in, the 49ers had a lot of injuries, so they kind of went through he was the third string quarterback at the time. And all of a sudden, he started playing. He started playing pretty good. Get it? Brock Purdy. (laughs) Get used to hearing that a lot, by the way. He started playing pretty good. 
And so, uh, yeah, then he kind of won the starting job and, and now here he is, uh, playing for a Super Bowl. Uh, I love the story of Brock Purdy. I also want to comment that I was commenting on his precious face. Um, our, some of our listeners and readers and community members were commenting on they enjoyed his glutes as well and in his commitment to glutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want to put that out there, that, that, that there's many facets of Brock Purdy that are appreciated in our, in our community. Just wanted, to, just wanted to give a shout out to our, to our faithful community. Um, okay, we need to keep this train moving. Who else on San Francisco should we be paying attention to before we spend the rest of our time in Chiefs? Taylor Swift land. Two big names to be watching for, especially on offense. Number one is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Another brother in Christ. Yeah, he ha- it's in his name. He's a Christian. <laughs> his name McCaffrey. is literally Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the running back, one of the most dynamic players in the league. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is excellent. Um, another name to look out for is George Kittle. He's the tight end for San Francisco. And I'll give you one more name, uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, wide receiver for the 49ers, all offensive players, all very, very, very good. Nick Bosa on the defense, a name to be looking out for. Um, Yeah, I'll say this about San Francisco. They are loaded, and I mean loaded. Their roster is incredible. Uh, I'll say this. uh, Brock Purdy is an MVP finalist. He's probably the weak point on the team, just to be blunt and honest. Like, uh, all things considered, he's probably the weak point on the team, and that just tells you how great the rest of their team really is um yeah that's san francisco is this going to be a high scoring game is this high is this high offense on both sides do you Uh, see this as a high scoring game well do we want to get into the chiefs we'll get to your prediction at the end yeah go ahead and talk about the chiefs so um the only thing (laughs) so my storylines for the chiefs um we have obviously travis kelsey's on the team Patrick Mahomes, who's in all of those commercials, you'll probably see him 50 times on commercials. Um, Andy Reid, who is still the coach, the former coach of the Eagles, making yet another return to the Super Bowl, his fifth one. So he's been to the Super Bowl a bunch. He's like Mr. Hall of Fame coach now. Wasn't that way when he was coaching the Eagles, but he was <laughs> he was pretty very good. good, but he wasn't this. He couldn't he couldn't get the playoff wins and the Super Bowl wins with the Eagles. But yeah. um, but then I remember last year you also mentioned in addition to Patrick Mahomes, you gave some time to Patrick Mahomes' brother as well. The worst, who you love. the worst human being. And honestly, <laughs> the like, best part TikToks. the best part about the Taylor Swift mania is that when they when they report live to the Mahomes box, you see Mahomes' wife, which. She's another head case, but you see Taylor Swift and not awful, awful brother Mahomes. Oh, he is the so worst we have the Mahomes. man. <laughs> we have the Kelsey brothers, and then we have the Mahomes, Mahomeses, the Mahomes, the Mahomes brothers. We, what a great, what a great crew. Um, yeah, so tell us, tell us a little bit about the Chiefs, any of those characters or anyone else that comes to mind. There's something about teams that are starting over after either a Super Bowl win or Super Bowl loss. It's called the Super Bowl hangover is what it's called. Mm. And so a lot of teams feel this where basically it's you fight so hard all season long to get to the top and you get to the top of the mountain and it, and and you're, you're either victorious or you're not. And there is the height of glory that is found there or there is the pit of despair that is found there that the Eagles found in week 12. The Chiefs all season long kind of had a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover aspect to them where offensively they just didn't look like they were all the way there. 
Mahomes is still Mahomes, but none of his receivers looked good. His only real weapon was Travis Kelsey, but he was starting to kind of show his age a little bit. Let's be clear about who Travis Kelsey is. He's the guy that catches the ball. He catches the ball and he helps Mahomes is the guy that throws the ball. That's right, because he's a tight end. I think you gave us some some glossary terms last week. Yes, which I expect everyone to remember all these terms. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's why I have to keep reminding you, you're talking to an audience that doesn't quite know slash care, but we're talking about Taylor Swift. We're getting there. So that's I'm just laying it out. Um, But yeah, the the hangover. Well, the thing is, is that I, I thought they'd be out a long time ago. And here they are still chipping away, still fighting. Roaring back. Yeah, roaring back. And so now it's like, it's like they kind of got it figured out close to the end of the season, and now they're clicking on all cylinders. So um, will this be a high-scoring game? That's a great question. Uh, I'll say this. The Chiefs' defense is excellent. Uh, oh, okay. The I 49ers' I just defense, knew they had good offenses. Yeah. The 49ers' defense is pretty good. Um, the 49ers' offense is excellent. Now the Chiefs' offense is Pretty good. Why don't you go ahead and give us the prediction now? Because after this is kind of extra outside of the game stuff. Sure. So what are you predicting? I'm predicting. There's an interesting stat I heard recently. All right, here we go. Uh, Out with it. <laughs> uh, well, hang on. Let's let's look at the money line real quick. Chiefs, Niners, oh, yeah. who's, Super Bowl. Who's Vegas? Who does Vegas say will win? Uh, By the way, the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas for the first time, sure I think. Yeah. That's crazy. Because you want to give our listeners, for all of all the listeners who are gambling on this game, yeah. you're going to give them the best information. Here we go. So the spread is San Francisco minus two. So for those of you who don't know anything about gambling, basically Vegas is saying we're going to give the 49ers two points because we think we'll, they'll win by two. So Vegas thinks that the Niners are going to win by two, regardless of, of what the final score is. An interesting stat I've heard recently is that Patrick Mahomes in his career, when he is the underdog, he's like 11 and one. And like he consistently like wins when he is the underdog and he has like insane stats to back that up. So I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. Mm. I think on paper, the Niners are definitely the best team. I can't bet against the best quarterback and the best coach arguably mm. ever this is this is where we're entering this territory already and i can't Whoa. believe we just did this with brady and now we're gonna do it again with patrick mahomes it's killing me was tom brady mr irrelevant he was no. drafted pretty low. he was pretty low he was drafted in the sixth round um not That's the crazy. seventh but yeah drafted 101 i believe anyway anyways my prediction is kansas city chiefs 28 san francisco 49ers 23 okay lock it in i'm going higher I'm going higher, 35-31, and I'm going to say that the Lord is on (laughs) Ferdinand. Wow. So I'm going to say San Francisco, just to add, add, I was already going to pick San Francisco anyway, but I'm going to pick San Francisco in a high-scoring close game as well. So, But honestly, I would be thrilled. I love Andy Reid. I love seeing him get all happy and successful. And honestly, though, what a great cap to a season, the season of Taylor Swift, if she wins a Super Bowl as well. I mean, yeah. I think what a what a storyline. 
that would be. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got 10 minutes left and I definitely want to devote a bunch of that to Taylor Swift. But real quick, I want to follow, circle back up and tie a bow on the Kelsey brothers. So so as we mentioned, the Eagles were out early and something that I latched onto throughout the playoffs was how Jason Kelsey, the Eagles Kelsey, would travel to these games and support his brother, Travis, who is still in the playoffs and still playing with the Chiefs and succeeding round after round after round. And so there is this viral moment where they were playing in Buffalo and it was like zero degrees. It was insane. There's so many cold games this year. It was like zero Snowing degrees like out. Crazy. Yeah. They got hit with a blizzard in Buffalo, New York. And, and he's in the box shirtless screaming. Like, I think I saw him. He was like pre-gaming with fans in the with parking Bill's lot. Fans. Yeah. <laughs> with the opposing and, team. And, <laughs> but he's like supporting his brother and cheering for him. Um, and there was another viral moment where he like lifted a little girl in from the stands, like, and lifted her up so she could see Taylor Swift in the box and like they waved to each other or something. And so Adorable. I found that quite quite endearing. And just in general, just seeing um, Jason connect with Travis and just them. Um, like I saw another clip recently when when Travis Kelsey, when the Chiefs won the, the AFC championship to go to the Super Bowl just recently, they were like hugging on the field and said they were like, he was like proud of him or something of that nature. Um, and I just really find their relationship endearing. They have this podcast that, which I'm sure you listen to or oh, yeah. listen to clips of. So they yeah. have a podcast that's really popular. What's it? What's it called? New Heights, which is where they're from in in Ohio. Oh yeah. So I see that on on my TikTok feed every once in a while. I'll see a clip of them just connecting, and so yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything you else you want to say about their about their brotherly bond? Yeah. So I was just gonna say like with that Buffalo game. So they they talked about it on their podcast. Um, obviously Taylor and Travis started dating pretty much right at the beginning of football season. And it was the famous, like the first game that was kind of rumored that they were dating. And then there she is in, in the, in the box, in the suite, the very first game and the cameras pan tour. And that was kind of like the reveal. Oh my goodness. They're dating. Yay. And so whatever. Um, so at that bills game, obviously Travis has been playing all year. Jason's been playing all year. Eagles get out of bounce from the playoffs. Now it's it's their time to meet for the first time. Mm. And at that Buffalo game, when when Jason Kelsey, the Eagles center, is drunkenly taking his shirt off and jumping out of the box to go meet fans and shotgun beers with them, he said on the podcast the next day, yeah, that was the first time that me and my wife got to meet Taylor Swift. <laughs> and my wife was basically like, you need to be on your best behavior. And he's like, babe, I don't know if you know anything about Bill's fans, but they're kind of the wildest fans in the world. And I'm not asking. I'm telling you, the shirt's coming off at some point. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. So I totally agree. Their relationship is wonderful, Jason and Travis. And so uh, quick shout out. If you have Amazon Prime, they did a documentary about both of them called Kelsey, hmm. K-E-L-C-E. Um, it's wonderful. And, and you show, it shows just how much of a family they are and how much they really deeply care about each other. And, and you really kind of get to see the heartbeat behind who they are mm -hmm. kind of in that documentary. Really, really neat. Um, so yeah, I'm rooting for, for Travis. I'm rooting for Andy Reed and, uh, that's about it. Uh, I don't really care about any of the other chiefs, and uh, but Patrick Mahomes brother. I, I give him some more content for TikTok. I'm over <laughs> the Mahomeses. I'm over it. 
over it. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, because it's so funny too, because they're they're lovely, they're lovely men. I enjoy like seeing their video clips pop up. Travis, Travis is like the more slender, kind of chiseled brother, and Jason's kind of the more uh, burly. How, what's the adjective? Burly. <laughs> there we go. It's a good adjective. Yeah. yeah. He's got like they both have big beards, but he's a little more rotund. He's a little more. He's a center. It's like you, you're in the middle of the field blocking people, so it's like built more toward him. So when he took his shirt off, what I'm saying is, when he took his shirt off, it was it would have been a different appeal, I think, than if Travis did that. Jason Kelsey nominated for Sexiest Man Alive. Just saying. <laughs> True story. Oh. Okay. People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive. Google it. Jason Kelsey. He okay. Was on there. He was like sixth. All right. All right. So Taylor Swift, this is the saga that has gripped the universe the yes. last several months. Um, and honestly, like, this is so interesting to me because, like, yeah, the camera will cut to her when Travis Kelsey catches a, a touchdown or something. So it's like cuts to her for two or three or four seconds and then it goes back to the field. Like, I think I saw a stat on this. Someone was talking about it where total time where she is on screen in a three and a half hour football game it's like 30 seconds not yeah. even it's like 30 20 seconds maybe um and so it's like the length of one commercial essentially if even that like one commercial per game and people are freaking out that she is dominating when she's like going to so what is she supposed to do not go and support her boyfriend like stay at home and don't show up and like so this 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 has ignited a little bit of a controversy not a controversy, but we've had some some good discussions in Yab about this, where it's like, is this a Taylor Swift problem? Is this a media obsession problem? Is this a masculinity problem that football loving dudes are upset that this female pop star is taking over a lot of the attention over the game itself? Like, how do you how do you interpret this whole Taylor Swift saga as we as we close this this rousing conversation about the Super Bowl? There's a lot behind it. Um... But it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, I, I heard something today that in her one season of dating this man, uh, the NFL has generated like, I think it's something like $350 million <laughs> off she's, of she's had a good season <laughs> going to games. So she's capturing for the NFL in a totally untapped market. Hmm, she's... Yeah. she's the NFL now has viewers ages 12 to 30 female. Yeah. Who historically have not watched the NFL. So if I'm the NFL, yes, pan to her as often as possible. That's a lot of money. Also, you want to talk about power. My goodness. Being able to do the that. power. Yeah. She just went to games. That's it. Yeah. That's it's not it. like she. She, she's like responsible for the camera no. cutting to her or something no. like, no, she's going no. to games and just, I love, cause yeah, I, I will look at these TikToks and see them. Like there was a really sweet moment where they were kissing on the field and they were like wrapped arms around each other. Yeah. And I'm reading the comments and all of these girls, all these young women are commenting that this is the sweetest thing. And I love her. I love seeing her so content. I'm rooting for them. Like all this, all this interaction, like I guarantee you, none of those women who commented on these TikToks are, are regularly commenting on NFL themed no. TikTok videos. So that is no. a very interesting. Yeah, people people just like to be upset about things. That's that's really the main thing. People yeah. love to be upset. Uh I don't care. Uh the only thing that I'm upset by is that people think that she's a Chiefs fan when she's not. She's a Travis Kelsey <laughs> fan. I'm not going to get over this. <laughs> to go back. He's to an that. Eagles yeah. fan. 
So yes, famous Eagles fan Taylor Swift goes to lots of Chiefs games to support loving She's boyfriend. Wearing, she must be wearing an Eagles t-shirt underneath all that Has red. To be. Has to be. Do, Has I, need, to do be. I need to read the lyrics again? Close to her heart. No, we, we already got that. Okay. Um, something else I was going to say is like, there, I think there is a little bit of sexism in this too, because how many times at games, any in any sport, are there celebrities in attendance? And it's like, just, it's not a big deal. Like celebrities go to games and, yeah. and male celebrities in particular, they go to games like Jack, what was Jack Nicholson went to these Lakers, Lakers games, games, I think. Yeah. He was like always on the front row or whatever. And there's, yep. and that happens across the board, basketball, football, baseball, like celebrities go to games and the camera will cut to them because why? Cause they're a celebrity and it's cool to see a celebrity watching the game yep. and, and nobody freaks out really, but yep. now it's Taylor Swift. And so there's this yep. big outrage against it. So yeah, I'm kind of over it. So part of me wants to see the chiefs win. I'll kind of be happy either way, whether they win or they win, but I'm, I'm happy either way. Yeah. So they, they, th- this happened about, 15 years ago. Um, I don't know if you you know these two names. Uh, one, you probably will. One, your listeners probably won't. Uh, the Cowboys quarterback, Tony Romo, was dating Jessica Simpson. And it was a similar kind of controversy. Obviously, Taylor Swift is way bigger than Jessica Simpson ever was. Jessica Simpson was big. Although, wrong. There's, there are some Jessica Simpson fans listening, no doubt. Okay, there you go. There you have it. Um, and just so you know, Jessica Simpson's probably an Eagles fan, and she was just dating Tony Romo. I don't actually know that to be true. But still, I digress. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of a thing where it's just like, okay, I think the the upsetness that kind of happens with it is – I totally agree with what you said, where people kind of say like, oh, yeah, we like to see celebrities at games. Yeah, totally get it. Um, I think it's after every catch and after every touchdown – it does not bother me one bit, one iota, and I don't think it should be bothering these people one bit, one iota. I think it's the predictability of it. I think more than anything where people are like, three, two, one, there she is. Got it. Okay. And she's <laughs> jumping up and down and she's happy because because Travis caught a pass. Of course. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's just, I just know, I just know, yeah, for anyone who hasn't caught a single NFL game this year, but you're about to watch your first one with the Super Bowl. Get ready for lots of shots. Well, I mean, I don't know. There's a controversy because she's going to be doing a concert in Tokyo the day before the Super Bowl. And so there's all these like people people freaking out or like trying to chart her flight path and she's is she going to land tired <laughs> up ready to go by the mo- like the moment she so we'll steps see. off that stage. She's heading to Vegas. We'll see. We'll see if she makes it to Vegas. She's going to parachute in. That's my that's my bold prediction. She parachutes in. I'm looking forward to yeah, just yeah. all the all the shots though. And During the, we'll... the Usher halftime show, boom, she parachutes in, and then she does a song with Usher. There it is. That's I was gonna say we just we we ran out of time today, Andy, to talk about Usher for the the halftime show. Sadly. Chattanooga's own Raymond oh. Usher. True story. I had no idea. Yep, you were very educational today. I learned a lot from this there you podcast. Go. There you go. Actually grew up right up the road from me. Literally right up the road. He grew up from here. Wow. Yeah. So y'all support Usher, Chattanooga's Chattanooga zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't again, another, another, don't let him lie to you. This a town down stuff. And he claims Atlanta. I don't know why he's from Chattanooga. Ah, well, I'm curious. I'm just curious with all the Taylor Swift frenzy this year. Like, what are the odds that she's she's going to be doing a halftime show in the near future? Like, I'm just curious. I thought it would be would this the year. NFL before. Yeah, would the dating. NFL not not approach her next year? Like, surely, surely, surely she must be in the conversation. She must be on the short list. 
for people to yeah. perform. She's never done it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised she has because um, she is like right up their alley, perfect, exactly what they're looking for. Although I'm sure many Swifties out there would say the Super Bowl is too small of a venue for her. I think she <laughs> she can exceed. <laughs> she would dominate. Like how many people would go to the game just to watch her and not <laughs> watch the game? <laughs> what's I'm curious. What's easier to get into a Taylor Swift concert or the Super Bowl? Mm. Super Bowl starting tickets. I remember when the Eagles went in 2017. Standing room only was sixty seven hundred dollars, which is insane. I have no idea who pays that to go. To Thought about it. Like if it ends and you lose, is that money wasted? That That's feels like I money horribly wasted. $6,700. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, listeners, tell us what you think about Taylor Swift and about the big game, your big prediction, um, any of the matters that were discussed here today. Just go to yourotherbrothers.com slash podcast. Check out our combo cast episode about the Super Bowl. L-V-I-I-I. L-V. Levi, however you say that. And... Give us your Super Bowl thoughts, takeaways. Or if you're listening to this after the Super Bowl, tell us how the party went and how you enjoyed yourself and any other details. Um, Andy and Milo, it was good to have you. Thank you for making your yearly appearance. Hopefully we'll have you back for something other than football sure. this year. I'm, 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 I'm at your disposal. I'm a phone you call You need to away. Send, me, send me a list of three subject matters that you would be open to discussing. And let's make a plan like some some number of months from now to to break this trend of Super Bowl only podcasts. Let's do okay. something. Yeah, let's have another let's have another conversation. I All think right. that would be great. We'll talk about puppy parenthood. Puppy parenthood. There we go. <laughs> we have some listeners that have some new puppies. Yeah. He looks very nice and sedated right now. I don't know if you sedated him, but he's relaxed not. in your He's arms. just relaxed. <laughs> no guess. All right. Well, I'm sad to not watch the big game with you this year, brother, but maybe next year. Next, next year. year. Go birds. And we'll definitely have a podcast then, but let's do another in the meantime. All right, then. So, listeners, until we cast our next convo, go football. See you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Aw, hello, boys. Hey, Tom. Milo. Oh, you can't hear me, probably. Nope. <laughs> No, he cannot. <laughs> Who's that, Milo? Milo needs Milo needs cute little headphones. <laughs> That'd be so cute. <laughs> Connect. Come here, buddy. Put these to the on. Floppy ears. Nope. Not interested.